0: Hello. Hello? I can't believe we're (laughs) back again. I know. I feel much fresher than last week. I'm less stressed than last week because it was my birthday party last week.
1: You're never going to stop mentioning that bloody birthday, but it's the Gadeo Pride Awards <laughs> this week. I don't know how you're still standing, because that's quite stressful.
0: I've actually, uh, in the middle of the kitchen at Gadeo HQ, There's um, I was stood, like, just getting a glass of water and I started having heart palpitations. <laughs> and Lewis, one of the guys that works here in the office, I said, look, can we just have a minute? Because I've got heart palpitations. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> the last thing I need to do is die in front of everyone here.
1: <laughs> well, look, speaking of dying, the traitors is over. We're on to our next show. Yeah. And we're going to have a bit of a crossover because Celebrity Big Brother announced this week. And I think we're going to be doing like Drag Race UK and Sled Big Brother. You're going to be flat out on with work, darling. I'm really sorry. We're <laughs> getting that edit suite.
0: No. This is but... our last ever episode. Thank you so much for joining.
1: Well, we are joined by a very special guest. It is Drag Race UK versus The World. And we wanted some drag artists on to talk about the show because none of us do drag so we thought we'd have to get some local queens on and one of our favorites bab look if you've watched big brother and you're on twitter and you've seen some of the memes we're joined by meme extraordinaire sean times i can't believe it hello sean hello, sean, sean she's a man <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe we're joined by meme extraordinaire sean times this is like this is a good booking for us bro yeah it is
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um how much are we paying you Look, <laughs> <laughs> two brownies stretch that
2: far. Son, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, how's your week been? It's been good. I'm just excited that drag race is back. Oh, it, it, do you know why have
0: they moved it to a Friday? I know. What's
2: that about? I, I quite like getting a little takeaway, having a wee wine. Can't do that. I miss like, well, um, I can, but
1: I do miss drag race on a Thursday. To be honest, because it was like a symbol of the end of the week. And you had like a bit of a Drag Race hangover on a Friday at work. Yeah, you could go and you. talk about
0: it at work. This is what I mean. Like on a Saturday, you know, you're just open alone. Well, I am.
1: There's no one to chat to about it. Well, look, Drag Race UK vs. The World Season 2, Episode 1 started this week. Should we get into the pod and start talking about yeah, it? let's do it. Absolutely.
2: Fancy another pod with Valley Singh and Brett Harris. Megalia original podcast.
1: Right, Drag Race UK versus the world season two. It feels like years ago since season one was actually. Blue Hyde Ranger won that one. Yes. And we're back for season two. And we're joined by Shine Woo! Woo! It right. can make or break careers, UK
0: versus
1: the world. Uh, you know what? I... Okay, I'm going to be honest with you i love drag race i love drag race uk but there is something about the versus the world seasons we've had this is our third one now we had canada we had uk season one it just feels something very cheap about it (laughs) and i feel (laughs) it just feels very like i don't know like i can't put my finger on it but it doesn't feel serious
2: well they have injected a cash prize this time
1: yeah 50k and also even that feels like it's cheap yeah it feels like that was
0: a bit of a gag a bit of a joke and i thought oh Oh. come on darling is there going to be cash prizes each week well there wasn't this week so really all the queens can earn is like 50k
2: Mm, but i suppose like the british pound is worth more and it's tax-free when you win
0: Oh. All right, Martin Lewis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was a bit like, I I even think the winning queen this week was a bit gutty that they didn't win actually anything, just a gold mm. repeater badge. Mm. It's not even real gold, it's probably gold plates. I mean, they don't
2: even know what a blue Peter badge is. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> um, Shall uh, we have a little
0: look through some of the cast and talk about them? Because I've got the cast list here in front of me. So, right, we're going to
1: have to apologise because I can't say one of their names and even though their challenge idea was kind of teaching uh-huh. us how to say their name Is that how you say rancher? I think so Arancha
0: Castilla
2: La Mancha. I was, I was saying I feel, like, I feel like Amanda Holden at Univision just thought <laughs> I'm an ignorant Brit, I don't know how to say it <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's so true though, like we're really bad I but,
2: am, I'm i
0: a big fan That was one, for me, I was howling at the TV Watching I loved how it kept panning from uh, A rancher to the judges And then <laughs>
2: calling her name back I, The most ridiculous thing I've probably seen On Drag Race
1: Sean, did you watch um, Drag Race Spain?
2: So I watched the first series So I did see them um, It's definitely like one of the Crazier series Like They just don't care, they go for it
1: Interesting. I've never watched it and I feel quite bad because I've only ever watched the UK and US ones and a little bit of Australia and I'm starting to think, oh my god, I feel like I'm EDL, like only Brits only, talent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Tommy Robinson of drag.
1: Literally that.
2: I will say though, like the US ones and the UK ones are actually the weakest of the bunch. Like, where there's all the other like international queens, they're either like top three finale, one multiple challenges. Whereas the UK and US, they're sort of like middle of the pack of their
1: series. Well, yeah, like the four of the UK queens were like huddled <laughs> around in the workroom, and they're like, "We've got one badge between us, one challenge win between four <laughs> of us," <laughs> and that was Charitza, And wasn't that a shared badge?
2: Yeah, it was the girl group challenge.
0: <laughs> I love Charitza. We'll get on to Charitza in a bit, but Arancha, Arancha, do we think she's going to serve this season? What do we, what are we expecting from her?
2: I just think silliness and a bit of cam. I, I mean, think she came so. in like referencing like Hannah Montana, so Um
1: I think filler for the season, no shades. But I don't think they're one to watch out for, like for the Crown <gasps> mm-hmm. Um But I'm glad what? they're there. All you right. know, I'm gl-
0: straight onto that shade. Wow, wait, yeah, wow. No, no
1: shade at all. But you know what? I, I am really glad at about the season. It is an actual versus the world. It's not just UK versus mm-hmm. US and one random like queen from holland it's like literally all over the all over the globe
0: this Just is going to make hey. me sign up to uh, wow presents plus i'm going to be watching all of them now because i'm going to want to know all of their backstories and how well they perform so i'm going to be like watching drag race spain a little bit later but Ch-
1: go on go on. i was going to say speaking of spain charitza may, like, may look wow. when she walked in <laughs> arantia was like oh my god she was gagged and gooped
0: uh, the performance in the talent show uh, i was like oh, this could be a single <laughs> literally <laughs> release this, drop this down. Uh what are we expecting from Charitza this series? Are we expecting pure chaos just like last time.
1: Oh Chaos and camp absolutely. They're so hilarious as well. Like, I just love them and I'm just like, I'm so glad they're still so quick with their humour. Mm, uh, like, like... Even when they were like when they were watching the Queens Walk in, their commentary was just stunning. Well, on this I article.
2: Think that they... Go on, Sham. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think they still have like the best entrance line from Series Three: "The don't hate me because I'm beautiful, hate me because I'm an immigrant." <laughs> <laughs> Just iconic,
0: very self-aware, really quick, real fan of Teresa, and I think that talent show was amazing. Really mm-hmm. excited to see how she gets on. We've also got from the UK, Gothy Kendall, um, who was obviously the first eliminated of Drag Race UK
1: Season One. Um, what a Ooh, comeback! No. I am so glad to see them here because, yeah, they're, they're the UK pork chop and they look stunning. I think, you know how Dyke Jumbos was saying, I'm the fashion queen? I think Gothy Kendall's like the fashion queen. They just kind of need to elevate it a bit more. Mm-hmm. But stunning. Absolutely. Glad to see them there. I they had their teeth yeah. fixed.
2: Yeah, it's so nice to see them feel more confident about
1: that. Yeah, uh,
0: Hannah Conda from Drag Race Down Under.
1: I... Right think they're brilliant i think they're really funny and really camp and i didn't watch all of the australia one because i just think it was like edited really poorly Mm. it was Um, a work experience
0: drag race i think (laughs) it
1: really was and i i feel that's what it literally was and i feel like the studio was really small and i feel hannah is gonna excel massively Mm -hmm. just on like a bigger stage a bigger workroom Uh, and i'm excited for them because they they seem really campy really like funny as well um so i'm excited
2: do you know- yeah you watch the- i watched their see- i watched yeah. their season and like i would it's really a season of two halves it gets so much better in the second half um they won three challenges including the snatch game so they're here to play and you know what i quite like is the fact that it's obviously a pun name hanaconda but it's like why did you act to h it could just be anaconda it's <laughs> <laughs> is- just that stupidity i love What's that
1: their- i wonder what their real name is maybe it's like well it's not gonna be hammer is it i don't know. What-
0: well, do you know who she reminds me of a little bit? And I feel like they might hate me for saying this. A little bit of Danny Beard.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Maybe not okay. then. Just me. Just me. <laughs> okay. Moving swiftly on to Jomba's Blonde from season four. Love Jambas.
1: Uh, uh... Okay. Thank you for saying that, Brett. Because I was a Jumbas fan when their original series was on. And every week on Drag Space, when we were like talking about the show after each episode... I used to get dragged. I was like, I'm oh, a Jumbos fan and proud, and I'm glad they're back on the series. They've had such a glow up in such a short time. Like, I'm not usually like keen when someone comes back so
2: quickly, but it's deserved.
1: What about you, the famine? What um, <laughs> about the famine? Do you think they're going to? Um, do you think they are a fashion queen? Because they they say that they are, but
2: yeah, it's weird because they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to make a joke of it, and it's like, but you are like so much funnier than like. You know, like they, they are very pretty, but it's like the humor is what is making them, them.
1: I honestly would think they're a comedy queen, and I think, not in sense, not in the sense that they're like <laughs> a stand up and doing a roast. I don't think they'd cut well doing a roast, but I think slapstick comedy. If there's like a acting challenge or like a um, what's the word where they have to think off the top of their head. Improv. improv improv that's the one <laughs> if it's an improv challenge i think they're going to do really well because i think they're so like funny without knowing that they're funny
2: yeah pure charisma
1: yeah but there is
0: oh, someone yeah. that i think is going to be fierce competition for all of the queens um just judging by their reaction um keta minaj from drag race holland
1: again mm. I, a season i never watched but season two of uh drag race holland um i think they're brilliant though i think there's a yeah, lot of talk
0: about drag race holland um that you see on social media that it is one of the best series of drag race is it worth watching
2: sean have you watched it so i've not actually seen her series but i know like hers was quite controversial because she was the front runner up until she got eliminated she'd won like about three challenges as well and someone had a phone on that series that they were hiding when they shouldn't have so it should have been a disqualification but instead they made her lip sync against her and then Keta got eliminated so everyone was up in arms about that like people say that's why holland was cancelled just because huh. of the outrage
1: what were they doing with their phone like what's the point
2: uh, just texting outside we're all done at
1: that's a bit that's a bit ridiculous wow. though like it's not like big brother we need to do like a deep dive
0: into this what really went on I know, price, I feel
1: like, I feel like a, um, a panorama special. You
0: can get the silhouette of uh, former drag queens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> concealing dispatches. Let's do the journalism. <laughs> but no, it, it,
1: it's it's nice that Kate Minaj and um, Marina Summers kind of bonded over both being like Southeast Asian, which is quite mm. cute. Because um, I always feel like when they have like a, an Asian queen on, there's just one of them. So it's nice to see two of them and kind of interacting and just kind of giving each other their flowers, which was lovely to see.
0: Moving on to Le Francais. Le France. Grande Dame.
1: <laughs> How many times are they going to rinse that France joke? <laughs> Le France. I think just in episode one, said it, like, three times, yeah. Oh, God. the The talent show, that sample board. Wow. So funny. I think silly funny as well. But mm-hmm. you know what? Let's skip past the talent show. Let's talk about the... <laughs> the costume... Our, no i'm not even that i'm on about them out of drag stunning Oh, stunning.
2: oh. <laughs> they really are they're like the trade of the season
1: definitely and i, I think even Tea coffee had a bit of a crush as well mm-hmm. i'm like i'm with you darling
2: uh-huh. for me they're the standout and, and out of drag like because obviously they're very pretty but they're just so stupid and silly <laughs> and like you said with the soundboard i just thought this It was just unique. Mm.
1: And even the runway look, that was just like, what is going on? But I'm here for it.
2: Moving on to. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) I think the pair of you need a cool shower, actually. We'll come back. Join us in part two. (laughs) Uh, Marina Summers from Drag Race Philippines. I think one
1: to watch. That entrance with the sword. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I also am really scared for them because they're the one to beat, and I feel if they're not like in the top two, and if they ever find themselves at the bottom, they're, they're a to mm-hmm.
2: Like, I've not seen Philippines, but it has got, like, a reputation of basically being drag race on steroids it's like, that elevated and that good.
0: Well, the clips that I see, you know, when they do, like, the flashback clips when they're introducing the different queens, it, it looks very different. Like, it's a show, like, they've got an actual, like, LED screen in the background. It's like, someone really gave that show budget.
2: oh like see so even if you look on social media like whenever drag race uk posts about any of the queens her tweets are the one and posts are the ones that are getting the most like she's probably got the strongest fan base out of everyone on that cast oh,
1: wow. I, I feel like from what i can see as well like, like you said on social media because i've never watched uh, drag race philippines but i feel they take their drag very seriously and even like singers as well like they really go hard for like their representation if they're in a show and mm-hmm. like i said one to be i think that final lip sync between between the the top two wow i we was need. like wow
0: we need to chat about some of our american queens now uh, she appeared on mm-hmm. all Star six she was in season 11 uh, scarlet envy
1: i think a big name for like what a booking hmm yeah, she's like one of these that... queens
2: that's never gotten her flowers on her season. Mm-hmm.
1: I think also she might
0: be the trade of the season as well. I do. I get that Prince Charming vibe.
1: I get that. I was gonna say like in their confessionals, um, look, they look very Hollywood dapper. Mm. Uh,
0: yeah, 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 I did notice that slight. there was a bit of. A, an, a, it, was there a filter on her confessional?
2: <laughs> no, she just does that. She just
0: radiates. Wow,
2: she looks like James Marsden. Now who is
0: that? Yeah. Let me just go that.
1: You know also, the like,
2: handsome prince from Enchanted or Cyclops for M- X-Men?
1: They they are very like, you know like in Aladdin when Jasmine's getting suitors, I mm-hmm. feel like Scarlet Envy out of drag would be a very suitable suitor for Princess Jasmine.
0: Or at the Manchester mm-hmm. Opera House, playing like <laughs> <laughs> <piece> of Pan.
1: <laughs> yeah, like gorgeous, really gorgeous. Moving back. Their, um, ta-
2: go on. I was going to say, see their talent show though, the Shady Editing when it was a line about oh, um, giving head to the pit crew with lots of teeth. Why did it cut to Alan Carr?
1: <laughs> you know what, though? I really liked that song. I thought Scarlet Envy was going to be top two. I really enjoyed that like song. I thought it was really playful. It was like poking fun at the show. And I'm just really shocked. That it, I, thought, I thought it was going to be um, the Philippines Queen and Scarlet Envy in the top two. So mm. I was quite shocked. Tia, coffee them. My winner.
0: You're really rooting for Tia, yeah. aren't you?
1: I really am. I really, really am.
0: I mean, we've been playing her song at Gadio, that new one, uh, Read My Lips, for a few weeks. And I wasn't expecting, when I sat down to watch Drag Race, to see a full-on performance. I mean, what a way to launch a single.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think Tia's a good pop star. Mm. I think pop, like the pop star-ness in them is there. Um, and i was just it was just lovely to see like they had a nice little budget the confetti i yeah, love the big tea coffee letters i'm
0: thinking i can see this at the grammys i can see it at the brit awards well, we can see
1: our birmingham pride tickets are on sale now
2: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs>
0: look you can see it at the kdo pride awards tickets are also on oh, sale okay. now
1: <laughs> oh my god oh my god tears gonna think we're stalking though
0: i know Wow. She's a blast. <laughs> uh, and then we obviously come to <laughs> Mayhem Miller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh,
1: don't. Don't. I love Mayhem Miller. Yeah, I do think Mayhem must have struck a deal with production and be like, look, I'll come, but I'm going first week. Just don't let me do the whole thing, please.
2: I'm on that conspiracy train with you. I bet they went. All right, listen, mayhem. We're doing a season. We can't eliminate a Canadian first again. If we slip you a couple of grand, well, you just come for one episode and we'll eliminate you? <laughs> you too.
1: <laughs> no, they seemed really unasked. Like even when they walk through, I don't know any of you. I'm not going to be asked to know any of you. <laughs> Give me my check. Let me sit on the floor. You basketball. two in these conspiracies. Have you got your third vaccine? I bet you haven't. Thanks, Pfizer. (laughs) foil hats on. But look, that first episode, they're already like queen of the memes already. Like people are like tweeting and talking about it. The impact. Edgeball queen. I think this is a a strong
0: start for the series. And I'm really hoping it catches on and it pulls people back. Because I do feel like the last season loved the cast, but I just feel like it just didn't feel like it really hit. What, you I mean, think like um... yeah, like a
2: lot of the front runners were just getting eliminated, like left, right, and centre. Like mm. I will say it's a good season to watch on it, like a rewatch, but week to week it was a bit frustrating. Mm,
0: no, I agree. And I also feel like the impact on like Twitter, social media in culture as well. Like, I was finding that I was coming to the office and not everyone had watched it, and a lot of people would maybe wait until the weekend
1: to watch it. So I do think Friday is like one of the worst days to put it on TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because a lot of people are going out People are going to watch it Saturday morning People are going to get it spoiled And then not bother watching it I think Thursday was the best day to put any drag race on And I really hope They don't think Friday is the new day for it Because season What season are we on? Season 6 of UK next Mm -hmm. season I hope they don't put that on Fridays Because no, I'll just be watching it Saturday morning Let's
0: talk mm-hmm. about the lip sync and the the way that the queens get eliminated. Do you think it's fair? Do you think it's right that this is the way that people are judged? Because this is supposed to represent the best in the world and it's all done on competition. So you could actually end up in a situation where the maybe worst performing queen ends up getting quite far. Just me then. <laughs> no, I'm going to wait for Sean to answer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know, I'm just trying to have a think. Like, I don't know what the fairest way to do it is. Um, Obviously, people are always going to disagree with what the judges think, so maybe they're not going to agree who's in the bottom two. Um, I do think
1: it was probably right this time. I do think, though, in, like, All-Stars now, after All-Stars winners, I think they definitely just need to adopt that kind of style. Keep everyone until the end. Everyone gets a fair shot. Everyone gets to show all their looks. The, The fans enjoy everyone. Like, they whoever they're rooting for they get to see them throughout the whole series so talk to to us
0: just just tell us for people like me that may be suffering from drag fatigue and might not be watching every single season ever um what is the latest change to all stars that you're proposing so on
1: the all stars winners you were like basically getting points each episode Mm -hmm. so that was it top two got three points or something like that sean
2: yeah, like they got, um, I think it was a legendary legend star, which was basically a repeater badge. <laughs> and whoever got the most legendary legend stars got to be in the finale and like had a chance to win the crown.
0: Do you know, this reminds me of a really bad motivational thing at work. You know, when like you're trying to motivate your staff, <laughs> but you've got no budget to do so or give anyone a bonus. It's like, well, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do a <laughs> point system and at the end of the week. If you get a gold star, if you get five gold stars at the end of the week, we'll treat you. To an hour. To a slice of Early pizza. Job. To a slice
1: of pizza. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> at school when like, the teacher would be gassing up pizza party at the end of term and then it would be just like a really thin slice of pizza and a plastic cup of coke?
0: Do you remember school yeah. discos as well? Sorry, I'm just getting into the era of school vibes now. Like, school discos. <laughs> and they had that creepy old man who used to wheel in that big speaker and he'd have those disco lights that have four in a row.
1: Genuinely, that's probably my dream job. I'd love to just wheel around a little disco. Anyone who'd book me... Bar mitzvahs, christenings, weddings. Bally, well, you be- get a name bar- for yourself.
0: They're, they're normally pervy blokes, aren't they? Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> no. Uh...
2: I see that for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're very nasty. I tell you. Oh no! Sorry, Maybe not then. there's
0: only one DJ for my heart, and that's DJ Gary from last weekend.
1: Oh, what was last weekend, Brad?
0: The birthday party. <laughs> oh, here we
1: bloody go. But he did play. He played Billy Piper because we want he did. to. Genuinely, I was in there 10 minutes and Billy Piper had come on and I was like, right,
2: this is the place to be. <laughs> That's the vibes.
1: It was great.
0: Anyway, sorry to, to make that all about me and, um, <laughs> and my party again. Um, where do we think this is going to go then, next series? Who do we think we might be in trouble next week or do we think it's going to be an unpredictable series?
1: I do think Marina is in trouble. I think, one, to be, I think they really need to be careful that they don't find themselves at the bottom two. The minute that they are, they're done for um and i don't know how they like did on their season in snatch game if they did a snatch game but i think if they don't do someone that like kind of everyone knows because i know this is what happened um in the last one like people were doing celebrities from their countries and it kind of got a bit of a struggle so yeah we'll see we'll see so
2: well, next week's a sewing challenge, so we all know that's not maybe Tia Coffee's greatest thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Let's talk let's talk quickly talk about Tia Coffee's like runway. I thought it was absolutely stunning. They did a post mm-hmm. on Instagram as well, like explaining the meaning behind their their outfit and why it was so important to them. And I was just like it's so nice to see a different side of Tia Coffee, because obviously on their season, they were a bit slapstick, they're a bit comedy, they're a bit of like, you know, they're unfinished, let's just say. But like mm. the polish, the elevation, and like a different side of Tia, like they're telling a bit more of a story about themselves and their drag. Stunning to see. I love that for them. Like even if they don't make it to the to the end, I just think like this next elevation for them is stunning to like to witness.
0: Mm. And I do think we're gonna go through this rebirth of Tia, and I feel like we're gonna see it everywhere. Obviously, we've had a laugh that she's performing at Birmingham Pride and the Gaylio Pride Awards. I feel like she's getting booked, um, I, and I think the reception to her has been great for the first episode so a
1: that... great ambassador for uk drag I oh look
2: oh yeah
0: very well put very well you should work in <laughs> politics you should <laughs>
1: take on preaching or speeching um... or wheel wheeled speaker in a classroom and be a dj
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh let's let's chat finally about uh potential winners because i I always like to predict who could be a potential winner at the start of the season. With Big Brother, we thought it was going to be Farida or potentially Kerry, how wrong we were. Um, <laughs> let's get first thoughts then. Shah, welcome to you. Who do
2: you think could be the potential winner? Um, definitely, like I think Tia Coffey's in the run-in just because like the looks of what, what was letting her down the first time round, but she's really elevated that. Mm-hmm. But I think La Grande Dame is probably my front runner just after that one episode i really enjoyed her but they're all they're actually so good like all of them like i feel like it's it's hard to tell it's a hard cast isn't it go on ballet Mm.
1: i think because of like the ruling and the way it's gonna go i think it's gonna be out of tear coffee and hanaconda because i think like tear coffee like they're not gonna do they're gonna do brilliantly but not so brilliantly that they're gonna scare a lot of the other queens so like people like marina is like gonna be one to watch and even le grand is gonna be like one to watch and I think Hanaconda and Tia Coffee are gonna be great throughout and then just kind of get to the end and I think it'll just be out of them too
2: uh the sleeper tactic.
1: Mm.
0: I think Le Grand Dame is gonna be up there. I think Marina Summers and Tia Coffee I think that is gonna be like my final three.
1: Interesting mm. I feel like Connie Hook on the X Factor <laughs> at, the end. at the end of the series, we're going to look back at episode one and open our envelopes. You take your eye off the ball for one week. you <laughs> took your eye off the ball? Jesus <laughs> in the sense that Connie Hook was the first ever in the sense that <laughs> I tell you what, Brett, you mentioned when you hung over, you watched Kim Woodburn's best bits, watch Connie Hook's best bits from The Extra Factor. The what best. what is chaos. it she
0: um, said to Wagner when like, Wagner grabbed the microphone? What does she come back
2: oh, with? Oh, he was like... <laughs> I have God on my side. But it's like, what do you have, atheist?
1: (laughs) No, no, he was like, only God can judge me or something like that. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, Wow.
1: And then the funniest bit was when she was like, to the whole um, finalists, it was like, we're all going on tour. And everyone was cheering because she's like, only if you make it (laughs) through.
0: brilliant brilliant um i'll never forget one of my favorite ever moments on x faction i've probably mentioned this about four times on the pod when ollie Murs accidentally announced who was going and then caroline had to take it to deadlock only to reveal that actually she would be going <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, cringe, oh amazing cringe. um right well uh, i think that's us done isn't it i think we've uh, assessed it all we can i'm very excited for next week and Uh, We're going to, well, we have our first teaser for Celebrity Big Brother this week. Um, We've got um, a trailer that's been filmed this week. I've seen on Twitter. So hopefully that'll drop in the next couple of weeks. Are we excited for Celebrity Big
1: Brother? I'm excited for Sean times more memes. Who's going to be the bald carry of the season? Who have you got got your eyes on (laughs) for the rumoured cast? (laughs) Um, I'm
2: not too sure. Like... I'm not, there's not really anyone that's really taken my eye.
1: Um, but yeah, I think rumoured, I think uh, Chloe from Love Island's going in. She I will be great. Be
2: Have you seen
0: a podcast?
1: No, I've seen no. clips on TikTok. I've oh, not listened to the whole thing.
0: I love Chloe with all of my heart. Like she, she literally says that her podcast is for the girls and the gays. And if you're an ITV hun like myself that likes a little bit fit at the weekend and a Chinese, that is the kind of podcast for you. Sorry, I'm just doing a plug uh, plug for another <laughs> uh
1: get her on the pod <laughs> yeah, get her
2: on um
1: sean but you're gonna have to join us with cbb i think definitely mm-hmm.
2: yeah i'd love that bring it on bring it
1: on also
0: before we go dancing on ice
1: shut up bro <laughs>
2: yeah like no, no one's watching that, all in.
1: Oh. i do switch i do switch it on just to follow to see what's going on claire sweeney left last week
2: and- Oh, the shame.
1: Brett wanted to talk about The Apprentice. I was like, I'm not sitting here for three months. I must say that last week's was really, really funny. I love cheesecake.
0: I love cheesecake. And I was just sat there thinking, oh, I want to go and get cheesecake (laughs) from the Trafford (laughs) Centre because they have one of those little, you know, little things that pop up in the middle of the mall and they sell like the most delicious looking cheesecake that looks like amazing. And then you get back and it
2: tastes like it's been sat there all week.
1: I really wanted to make a cheesecake after watching that episode. Mm -hmm.
2: Is that weird? What's
1: your favourite cheesecake? I do just like a
0: vanilla, maybe a drizzle of lemon. New York, New York cheesecake with some caramel drizzle. How
2: about you? I like a cookies and cream.
1: I'm oh, too mm. sweet. I oh like
2: no, it almost like when, like when it's audio one.
0: I like when the cheese itself, the cheese bit, is is quite dry or biscuity itself. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. No. Oh, Can't go wrong with
2: lemon as well, actually. Oh, I
0: love a lemon, strawberry cheesecake. That's a good
1: one. Nice and tart, nice and creamy, and it's going to be cold. It's going to be like freezing cold. A mandarin cheesecake. Look, now you're just pulling flavors out of your ass. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, right, I think that's enough about Drag Race. Enough about cheesecakes. Dancing on ice. Clearly, uh, The Apprentice. Um, so let's go. That's it. Bye.
1: <laughs> <Bye>.
2: <laughs> on. with Valley Singh and Brett Harris, Megalia Original Podcast.
1: How did you find that, Sharny? I thought it was all right. Yeah, popped your podcast cherry there, darling. You have a bet.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh God, Sharny, so, whereabouts
2: um,
0: are you from? In uh, Scotland? What's your business?
2: Not <laughs> <laughs> your business. No, I'm from Edinburgh.
0: All right. Okay. So, Where? have you ever been to Copper Blossom?
2: Yes, like
0: a few years ago. I've. And what about Juniper Bar? That's in a hotel, isn't it, opposite the train station? Well,
2: oh, that's maybe a bit too bougie for me.
1: You, the Jane McDonald of Edinburgh, what's going on
0: here? So, my friend <laughs> Sarah, who didn't come to my birthday party because she accidentally booked a ski trip on the same week as my birthday party, which I think was a little bit sus. She's probably going to hear this, but, you know, it is what it is. She is from Leaven, is it Lower Largo? Lower Leven, Largo? Fife?
1: Lower Largo. Lower Largo. Oh, Faith
2: Street.
0: Yeah. She's a Faith Gellal. And then uh, we got the train into Edinburgh over Christmas. And then we went to... Um, I think it was Jamie's Italian when it was still open. And then we went to Copper Blossom and Juniper Bar. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was quite
1: expensive. Good, Let's do it. Right, well... Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs>